Live from the BFF Air Mattress, it's the Best Friends Fancast Show. We welcome our special guest. Unfortunate for us, she's not an OBGYN because the delivery of this episode is like a week overdue. It's Dr. Jen! And a special guest message from Leanne Ward. Guest host Trice is here to invite you to hop on board the Yam track. That's the Yam track for Yamling. Enjoy the Best Friends Fancast Show! Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, the number one Allison Rosen podcast other than Allison Rosen's podcast. Uh, I am filling in. I am your guest host today, Trice. Hi, everybody, etc. cetera. Uh, I have a very special guest with me. W- one uh, par- part of the, the Triforce of Power that is the B team, uh, at least one of the other parts. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Jen. Hello. So maybe like we're a B minus team right now because we're a minus Leanne. Yeah, I mean, or it's just a fail because we don't have we have like two thirds of a B. So I don't know what that would be. That, I think that's, uh, that's too much math for me. I yeah. have no idea. No. <laughs> uh, yes. That, how are you doing? How are things? Let's see. How are things today? I think I think they're pretty good today. Uh, Mostly everybody is mostly healthy. So all right, yeah. well that's better than the other way. Yeah. Okay. How are you? Oh man. Oh man. Well, listen. Uh, tell you, you know things. Ha- no, I'm all right. I had a a uh, migraine this morning, which was uh, deeply unpleasant, um, but probably related to uh, uh, going to a friend's birthday party the night before. So uh maybe a little I I I think I have I have destroyed my alcohol tolerance by not drinking. Like I <laughs> literally had one drink and I had like a, a a migraine the next morning, so I think mm-hmm. I've uh I've uh, I've done it. I've I got to either stop or start drinking much more. I I don't <laughs> I don't know if this is tenable. <laughs> I don't know whatever your goal is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um do you have any shout outs or call outs? Oh my god, you think that I would? I am just tired. Let's see. <laughs> uh I just want to shout out thanks Trice for doing this. You know, oh, always yeah. always there in a pinch. Um shout out to Leanne. Oh yeah, it's her I guess we'll have to ask her if this is okay, because I don't know how much personal information she shares, but you know, if she says it's okay, then happy anniversary to her and her husband. Um, shout out to Lisa as usual, to Lauren, everybody in the Facebook group. I'm excited to see a lot of y'all on, is it next weekend? Next weekend. Yeah, Yeah, it is this. Yeah. Next weekend. Five, five days, six days, whatever. Again, too much math. math. Yeah. 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 Who can say it's uh, in the future. Yeah. Yeah. What is time? Mm -hmm. And you, Uh, your shout outs, your call. Well, of course, Leanne, happy anniversary is sort of a 
Schrodinger's happy anniversary, uh, depending on what she wants to share. But yeah, uh, Lisa, of course, who could not be here. I don't know what she's doing, but you know, as I always say, you got to give give the dairy cows some time off. You can't. So you just really need to stop saying that. Stop. Yeah, saying just that. Uh, some utter bomb. Give them like no. a nice. Ew. Nice, uh, are you a, are you applying this? <laughs> I mean, I feel like she's she, she would be the first to tell you that she could self apply. Probably, I think she's fine. Um, you know, and just uh, it's the best thing for the farm overall. Wow. Um, <laughs> shout out to everyone who's going to be at Lisa's place for the the BFF gathering, including uh, first time guests like Whitney and the Olive. Uh, very exciting news. Um. Yeah. Uh, the sh- people in general, everybody. I'm feeling pretty, uh, pretty generous with my shout out. So, if you're listening to this, hey, good job. You did it. You're you get a shout out too. Nice. Yeah. Okay. We are going to discuss the Monday episode with Carrie Kenny Silver, which is a, a throwback throwback Monday, ironically. Um, and also the Thursday show featuring Joel Stein and Robin Shore. Uh, cool girl neck parties. And Joel versus Leo DiCaprio and Robin Stevie trivia. Um, for oh, hmm. so of of the people on this call in this episode, there's not a 100 percent participation rate as far as listening to the Monday episode. Um, I I will just say I thought it was it was very interesting to hear a show from so long ago. Um, I don't remember the year. Was it like 2000? Oh, 2012. Yeah. So it was, it was, oh my God, it's almost, oh, it's over 10 years. Jesus Christ. Time is bad. Uh, that's too much time to be passing. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting to hear such an old episode um, just because there were like, you know, obviously the stuff like she was recording at Corolla's network. So Gary was there and we can discuss that later. <laughs> but um, also, Dustin Goot was like the co-host on this episode, and Allison just sounded different. Um, she, you know, there were things she would talk about, like you know, wanting to have kids because obviously she didn't have kids yet. It was um, an interesting peek back into the into the past. Um, also, the guest, so Carrie Kenny Silver. I did not know who she was by name. Um, I was reminded when I saw the episode description that she's the person from Reno Nine One One. Etc. Um, but I th- I thought just based on the episode title that she was the the lady from Portlandia whose name I don't remember. Um. Anyway, did did you have any thoughts on this episode uh, conceptually or or literally? Any thoughts on the episode I didn't listen to? I am a thousand percent sure I listened to this the first time around. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a watcher or was a watcher was not a watcher of reno 911 uh i do see like the clips every now and then think they're funny but i think those people was she on the original state or no yes she was right yeah okay that's how i know her um so that's probably like i don't know she's funny (laughs) uh i think that some people posted on the facebook group was it claire um basically how interesting it was to hear uh allison back then you know she was less all over the place uh more life to her voice that's not her words that's just my like summation of what her words were if they were even claire's words um it is interesting i would cringe to hear myself from 11 years ago and in 11 years from now i'd probably cringe to hear how i am now uh but she was just full of life in it probably a different way 
because now she's full of life and like have been having given life and having to deal with that. So no, I, wait, did she say in the top of the show why it was a creepy? Yeah. So basically somebody got sick. I think so. Daniel's mom was coming over to babysit. Um, and then she got sick. And so they had to find childcare, but couldn't or something. So they had to cancel an episode basically. Um, and, and throw up an emergency episode, which was this one. Did she say why she picked this one? Um, someone in the Ellie in the, the Patreon. So she took suggestions for like, what, what's one of your favorite episodes, um, to, to, to fill in for this one. And, uh, she, I guess she was just struck by seeing this episode cause she hadn't thought of it in such a long time. And so that's why she chose this one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm glad somebody, I'm glad they're happy. She's having engagement on Patreon and people are able to hear their favorite episode again. No, that's yeah. all my thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it, uh, you know, she was the guest, uh, was funny. Uh, it was a pretty good episode all around. I, it was. It's funny to me to hear the differences between like the way the show is or has been since not being affiliated with Adam Carolla anymore. Because like one of the JMOs was like, you know, username was I hate, and their JMO was like, yeah, I uh, when I burp, I say Barack Obama <laughs> during my burp, and it was like this is very oh, Adam God. Carolla listener humor to me. Um, Although Allison, of course, did have like a burping contest during the episode between her and the guests and uh, Gary and Dustin. So it was a part, definitely part of the, uh, there was still the grossness we we associate with Allison sometimes, but also it was very much more, there was more, uh, the listener interactions were very different, I think. That's how, that, that's, that tracks, that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what if Leanne had something to say about this or the Thursday episode. I'm guessing the Thursday episode. That's right, probably the Thursday episode because we're not Monday listeners usually. If it's yeah, like a I, repeat, so. I mean, yes, they they've not always, but they often are two pretty different shows. So it makes sense to me that someone would listen to one more regularly than the other. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. Hmm. What What are your thoughts as far as cursing? in front of your kids because um owen was like doing the the episode opening with her and like uh you know saying hi or whatever and then allison goes on to describe you know why she's doing this uh this throwback episode and she says like immediately into the episode so anyway daniel's mom was going to come over and like she's not a lazy piece of shit like me she's really good about you know cleaning the house and taking care of things and it was like not surprising but it was kind of funny that she you know was super down to curse in front of her kid and it was no big deal. And she's talked in the past about how her household was kind of like that, where you're not supposed to use swear words outside of the house, but inside the house, it's kind of anything goes. Um, I would be more concerned about like talking down about yourself in front of your kids than saying curse mm-hmm. words. But um, so my household, we would never allow to curse. Although, um, we heard it every now and then from like a parent, but not a lot, unless they were having like a house party with their friends that we would hear. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to think. So my my brothers, he just curses up a storm, and him and his wife do in front of the kids. They're older now, um, so they know though. Like you can curse in the house, not outside of the house, kind of thing. And my house, though, my husband 
does not like any cursing whatsoever. He's probably like never said a curse word in his entire life. I'm pretty sure. Ah. Um, so if the kids come back from school, I think one time they're in second grade, it was like, oh, the second grader put their middle finger up and said, that means fuck. And I was like, <laughs> oh. And they shared with this, this with me at like a, like a restaurant where it was just me and the two kids. And sure. one kid was, how old were they? They must have been like seven and the other one was four and i'm sitting in here in the establishment while they're saying yeah and it said fuck and what does fuck fuck mean mom and i'm like oh god why are we having this conversation in public um but i have no problem with curse words that they do not bother me i can see why people are bothered by them so i told my kids like it's I, you know, I just say stuff and I say, Hey, your dad doesn't like that language. If you ever want to talk about it with me or say it, that's okay. But we can't use any words in like malice or to be mean to people. And we don't use like words that are hurtful for other people. And it's like this whole talk. So if they, uh, we call the car, the cone of silence. So anytime we're like driving home from school, if they ever want to say anything, or if they're just having a particularly bad day, I said, sometimes it just helps to like, you know, just say whatever you want. Like, and so one time one kid goes, you know, let's say the kid was, I don't know, Judy and Ju- Judy's a bully. So my kid one time goes, fuck Judy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you feel better now? All right, well, let's move on. So <laughs> that's how um, I'm sure that's not appreciated. And my husband was not there. <laughs> but uh, I don't have a problem with it. I just don't just don't be mean, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be disrespectful. So that makes sense to me. It seems like a. It seems healthy to have like a, a you know a space where you feel like you can say whatever you want and get things out, even if you know there are uh, general rules about swearing. Um, well, you know, like if your parents say don't do something, you're probably still going to do it. Like yeah. wouldn't you just rather like know what your kids are doing, kind of thing? I will not be. Uh, <laughs> I will not be. Uh, providing alcohol to kids though just putting that uh, yeah that's like that slippery slope but, yeah, yeah that's a whole whole different philosophy about uh parenting i guess i i am not i'm not gonna say anything about it especially because i don't have kids but uh uh not uh uncontroversial um wait were yeah. you allowed to curse as a kid or how did that go in your uh, generally not I think, although because it was like the early nineties, like I definitely said like fart knocker and like various like uh, <laughs> you know things that are not s- strictly speaking or at least understood to be curse words by especially people of an older generation. Um, so there may have been like a lot more cursing that I remember, but it just wasn't actually the words. Um, but yeah, there was some cursing every once in a while, but it wasn't like a big regular thing in my household. So it was like a it it just wasn't part of the status quo so it wasn't much of a uh uh an issue i guess not that often i will say when you said like you know it was in the 90s of course we played rap music that said stuff all the time or mm-hmm. any kind of, you know i mean if my parents could listen to Eric Clapton talk about cocaine, I think it was okay for like us to listen to our music like they never policed what music we listened to even if it had like curse words in it Mm-hmm. Um, yeah that sounds good in theory that makes sense hopefully it wasn't uh with within reason i imagine but yeah i mean music to me is different i mean especially considered like the difference between hearing something in the song and then like hearing 
your actual kid say something in real life is like a night and day difference. So, yeah, oh, it yeah, makes sense yeah. yeah. I mean, we could listen to NWA, but we could not say what NWA, uh, for other reasons. Uh, I would appreciate if yes. you did. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> that was not that was not okay. So, um, it's interesting though because it is kind of stark. Like it is like if one was to say like lazy piece of shit, like that would be kind of jarring to hear like a kid mm-hmm. that little saying that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, jarring. It, people have one of two reactions to kids cursing usually, which is either, oh my gosh, that's jarring or like hilarious that the kid is saying swear words. So either way, it makes an impression. True, true. So there there are two uh, unexpected through lines between the Monday show and the Thursday show. Um, those being Lena Dunham and the show Girls and oh, also, also Donald Trump. Um, so uh the the latter came up i forget the exact context but it was something so when adam carolla was on the apprentice that's when trump was still the host and then there mm-hmm. was some uh some some uh controversial thing where they tried to make the the show producers tried to make a certain storyline happen through editing and make it look like in particular make it look like gary who was adam's assistant forgot to do something and that's what was causing a bunch of trouble and this was a a, a big deal on the corolla show at the time i guess um which didn't uh didn't keep adam from uh being a kind of a, a bootlicker for trump but we don't have to get into that but um, he was i was gonna say the one thing i remember about adam when the whole thing was going on like the apprentice he'd be like yeah i just remember him saying when the cameras aren't rolling and I'd just be smoking a cigarette down there and there would come Trump and he'd smoke a cigarette too. Like he's like an everyday kind of guy. Like, and he was, yeah, I think he was been a bootlicker from the beginning, honestly. Yeah. I, well there, yes, pro- to some degree, I think there are people who, and Adam has borderline literally said this, who people who think being rich may, means you're a better person. Um, because obviously you must have some reason why you're so rich or whatever. So it, there, there is a little bit of, and I think a lot of people in the world in general have this, like giving people the benefit of the doubt because of their sort of social status um, or financial status in a way that uh, it does not um, does not necessarily hold up to scrutiny. Oh yeah, like giving someone the benefit of the doubt because they have money, or not giving the benefit of the doubt because they don't have money. Yeah, that mm-hmm. absolutely goes like that. Yeah, yeah, it, which is uh, it both I guess is kind of ironic or pseudo ironic or whatever, and also makes perfect sense in the case of someone like Carolla. I'm just gonna talk a, a brief amount of shit about Adam Carolla um, because he's someone who grew up without any money, and you know, it does make sense that he would be a worshipful or look up to or sort of uh aspire to be like a an icon of a famous rich person you know the fact of you know people's actual finances notwithstanding and number of bankruptcies and the amount of money they inherited from their parents and so on but the idea of that of like oh look at this rich person who is such a good businessman and blah 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 is is very appealing to people because they they want they want that kind of identity for but themselves. That worshiping to me, when you say that, it seems like he is still a little boy in his mind, and like having posters up of his idols, and this is who he's idolizing. But he's not like he just hasn't connected to like the real world around him. No matter how much like I grew up poor, yeah, but you're like stuck in that kind of mentality, 
and he's not, and I'm sure even when he was poor, he didn't see people for people. He still probably had like an edge of like racism and classism about himself still, but just because he doesn't want to be poor again, he's just so afraid of that. He doesn't want anyone taking like one cent of his money. And so he thinks everybody who wants to tax or whatever is like trying to come after him and his hard earned money kind of thing. Yeah, there are to, to put it in a shorter way. There's a lot of people who think of being poor as like, almost a race like a, a type of person and they're mm -hmm. very racist against poor people right so moving on <laughs> what about yeah. what if, what was the other thing though you're gonna say oh uh, uh, show? Lena, lena dunham came up so the uh carrie kennedy Kennedy silver was talking about they were talking about tv and uh one someone emailed in about how they're oh no they emailed in about man anyway someone was talking about how much they like girls and Carrie Kenny Silver was talking about how how impressed she was by Adam Driver on that show. Um, this would have been when Girls was like a new thing. Um, so it was just funny that it also came up on Thursday. Uh, Lena Dunham coming up in a different context. And then also on Thursday, Donald Trump came up because uh, Joel mentioned that he shook hands with him and was, uh, you know, moderately insulted by him, but wasn't personally offended by it. I don't, I didn't ever watch Girls. I think that was at a time that I didn't have whatever it was on HBO, mm -hmm. uh, whatever. Actually, I don't think I've ever had HBO, <laughs> but um, uh, I just know, I don't know much about Lena Dunham. I just know that she's constantly uh, kind of her white privilegedness is pointed out a lot. So I don't, I don't know enough about that show or her to really remark on that. Yeah, I've uh, I've not seen much of girls. I again, uh similarly not have generally not had HBO uh in life. Um yeah, so there's a bunch of shows uh, that sort of came up on Thursday also. But anyway, uh to get to the rest of Monday, not a ton of things um I wanted to talk about. It was a solid episode overall, overall I think. Um oh <laughs> there was mention of a um reno 911 like adult video parody and one of uh carrie's co-workers was like sending her screenshots of their two parody characters in a sex scene as a joke and she took it as a joke it wasn't like a it was a sexual harassment between friends kind of way not in a bad way um but yeah i i, I cannot that would be a very surreal experience i guess uh, fingers crossed there's not like a podcaster version of that <laughs> um, although I guess million dollar idea, if anybody wants to do that, the, you know, Joe Rogan, Mark Marin, triple X, uh, abridged. Wait, why, why was that your go-to? Why were those two people your go-to? Is this like I mean, a, yeah, a wish you want fulfilled or what's going on? Listen, I know what the people want. Um, <laughs> no, people being just, you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, what I thought of the two, like most famous podcasters. I, plus I didn't want to say Alice and I felt bad for saying it. Uh-huh. Um, there, oh, uh, uh, during the, there was a, again, a f fairly long burping contest that happened, um, depending on how you feel about these things. Uh, but, um, Carrie asked, cause Gary did like a, like a burp on command and Carrie asked, have you ever in doing that accidentally thrown up in your mouth a little? And he said, yes. And then Allison said, it's like a verbal shart, which I thought was uh, very creative and accurate. I feel like that's 
That That's is a hilarious. Good name for that. Yeah. I am not grossed out by burps in any way, shape, or form. And mm. um, but I I know that other people are. So while I have no problems burping loudly, I would never do that into like a microphone. Good to know. I appreciate that. I will hold and, you to that. And no judgment um, from other to people. To Lisa, yeah. Sure. <laughs> or anybody. <laughs> yeah, Lisa Lowry, for example. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, I think, was pretty much it for Monday. Um, for now, at least. Hello, Allison people. And in particular, the best friend, Fancast fans slash people. I just had a few thoughts about the Monday and Thursday shows of last week. And since I could not record with the best B team ever, I figured I should at least regale you with my thoughts in a voice memo. So first of all, I'm not really, I didn't really listen to the Encore episode because I'm not really into that when people do that on their podcasts. I understand that it has to happen sometimes, but I don't tend to re-listen to the episode. Um, and of course, as some of you may already have guessed, I wasn't excited to hear that she was originally going to have it be a Daniel episode because, you know, I don't love those. But it was fun to hear Owen a little bit. Um, so... That's all I have to say about the Monday show. Now, the Thursday show I actually thought was pretty good. Um, the jury's still out on how I feel about Joel. I think this week he was better than I thought he was in previous um, appearances. He was a little bit more funny to me than he has been. Um, and, of course, I always love Robin. I shouldn't say of course because I can't remember if I've said that before, but I probably have because I do enjoy Robin quite a bit. Now, I thought it was amazing when she was able to identify the shows that Joel had mentioned, like the two or three shows, and that was awesome. And I even gasped when she knew all of them. But that's where I think Allison should have left it. But as we know Allison likes to do, she keeps things going beyond, you know, when it's funny anymore or beyond when anybody wants to talk about it anymore. And I think if she just left it at... Um, Robin knowing those shows that Joel had originally said it would have been really awesome but since she kept naming more shows and having Joel name more shows and then Robin didn't know all of those shows I felt like it kind of diluted the awesomeness of it but it was still pretty cool until you know Allison made it keep going she's really got to stop doing that but she's not going to so anyway those are basically my thoughts. So the Thursday show with Robin Shore and Joel Stein, uh, what were your general thoughts on the episode? Well, generally, let's see. Um, I'm a huge like Robin Shore fan. I think she's hilarious, uh, can hold her own, very witty. Just like it seemed like you could always have something to talk about with her. Um and I can't figure Joel Stein out. I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, I was pros, the pro con list. So pros. Um, 
<laughs> he always uh, is on and quick. And like when Robin's like, I didn't get that email. It's, he's like, oh, I deeply regret it. I deeply regret it. So it, it's just he's never caught off guard or left without like being able to participate. So that's kind of nice. Um, I enjoy the tone of his voice. I'm not, you know, some people I think didn't like it or something like that. Um, the cons would be his um, fear of hugging, which seems greatly odd to me. Um, also, I don't know if he's a dick or not. I can't, I don't, I don't know. That don't know. is, uh, I have, I've had similar thoughts. He does have a kind of like a, Hey, look at me. I'm I'm a little better than everybody, but not seriously. But I, I I definitely am a little bit of that kind of energy. Um, which yeah, I think he is. And the way that Greg Heller would talk about being uh, kind of an asshole, I feel like there's a uh, Joel Stein has a similar kind of thing, a different personality type, definitely. Um, like and in here I am judging somebody on <laughs> the what like the one side of themselves that they show. Uh yeah. So Yeah, I mean I'm con on my I, list. Con of who I, I am. <laughs> no, you're correct. Um there, there is and not to say he's like a bad human being or whatever, but oh, right. there's there's uh one can pick up on aspects of someone's personality that might not agree with you if you were to uh know them in like a, a more longer term or sustained kind of way, even if, you know, there there's other positive things about them. And that's uh yeah, you know, it's it's that's life. It takes all kinds, etc. So I'm happy that Robin was on. <laughs> uh <laughs> okay. Tony, uh it was great hearing from him. He had lots of laughs, which is always nice. Um in general, I think it was uh, it was fine. Like I okay, I did not finish the show, but that's just because for the past two weeks somebody in my house has been sick. So I mm-hmm. haven't even been able to get into the car to drive anywhere longer than five minutes, so I'm not able to listen to um podcasts. Uh and I wouldn't say this is a family friendly podcast, so I can't just pop it on like, Hey, not let's you know. The most, yeah. Um uh yeah, I do have like a couple of things here and there, but I'm sure that those specifics will come out in whatever notes as you go on. What were your sure. thoughts? On the oh, g- generally, I like I get I I I share some a little bit of mixed feelings about about Joel Stein, but it, yeah, I also enjoy him on the show. Um, yeah, and I Robin's kind of always good. I I like Robin a lot on the show, and she's uh she brings a good energy to it also. Um. Yeah, g- generally very positive on this episode. I like that Beef Donkeys made a comeback. I feel like that's that's I'm very pro Beef Donkeys. That was the the carb oh. this week. Uh, you need to have that on a shirt I'm, or ask me about Beef Donkeys or something. Ooh, little pen. that's that's a good gift. It, someone should make that for Tony. I feel like he'd appreciate that. Although <laughs> he'd <laughs> probably not not appreciate actually being asked about <laughs> Beef Donkeys and having to explain to people. Uh, what they are, but yeah, I thought, yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, and also I think this group of people got along very well. I feel like there was pretty good chemistry between Robin and Joel and Allison on the episode. So yeah, overall pretty good marks. So the the Donald Trump thing that came up again. So Joel has met Donald Trump. I think he said three times, um, and he, you know, went to go shake his hand, and then he was like, "Wait a minute." Aren't you, you know, Donald Trump famously a germaphobe um, when he's not having affairs or maybe during. Uh, but anyway, you went to go shake his hand and he's like, aren't you a germaphobe? 
and uh, Trump said, "Oh, what am I going to catch from you?" Which seems, uh, I don't know. <laughs> that feels like uh, I get that Joel was like amused by it, but also like, what's that supposed I mean, to mean? That's just racist as hell. I knew, I knew that's what the answer was going to be. Like, no, I can touch you. You're white. I cannot mm. touch other people like that may have less money than me, or maybe less like dressed. You know, maybe Joel had on a suit or whatever it is. I'm sure mm-hmm. he was. Uh, yeah, his presentation was different from someone that Trump would not shake hands with. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. I think that's probably true. Although, would the Trump now, who like hates Jewish people, be willing to shake Joel Stein's hand? I'm sure he would definitely find. How should I? He. It, hmm. It depends on who agrees with him. He's he will basically like anyone who agrees with him or says he's a good boy. If it's like literally a dictator or a murderer or something, and then hate someone who says something he doesn't like. If it's like literally the Pope, or the Pope. Something. I was it gonna say the Pope. Yeah, yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it does not matter that much. Um, is 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 uh, an ego first kind of person? If you're helping out his ego, I think he's he thinks you're great. Uh, you're very smart for thinking he's good. And then if you don't like him, it's like, well, very dumb, very bad person who uh, said very nice, not nice things about your favorite president, who is me. Got it. A lot of Donald Trump and Adam Carolla talk on this episode. Oof, yucky. <laughs> um, did you have anything else in your notes for Thursday? So uh, growing up, because I was a latchkey kid, I also watched a bunch of tv um my grandparents still worked as well so the only person left to watch us when we needed somebody to watch us up until a certain age was my great-grandmother and she was very very old um so i had a couple of very obscure television shows that i liked watching that i wondered if robin would know or maybe you would know i don't know um did you watch a lot of tv like wait wait what year Um, were you born in oh uh, 83 Oh, so you're much younger than me. I am not much younger than you. In 79. um, It was like four years, lady. Yeah, but you know, like when you're you're growing up watching TV, you're not going to watch the same, like a four-year-old is not going to watch the same television. It's like an eight-year-old. I mean, a four-year-old will kind of watch anything, actually. But yes, I know. But remember to. Um, Okay. So did you watch a lot of TV, though? Yes. Yes, I would say that's I wouldn't say this is cable TV. Like, I don't... We watched like a lot of Prices Right growing up, of course, too. Oh, but yeah, but who didn't? That was oh, like you didn't? if you're homesick from school, of you'd course. watch that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah not not on a um, regular basis. Uh, let's see. I watched a show called Out of This World. Have you heard of it? Of course, Evie with the stop and time <gasps> yes. and pressing her fingers together oh, and the like yeah, yeah, her yeah. boyfriend who wore like a belly shirt. I think <laughs> it was. It was oh, um, it was so yeah. good, so good. Um. I Great still, theme song also. I was, it was such a good theme song. I was trying to watch episodes, but they only have it up on YouTube and it's so grainy. Um, there was another one called Today's Special. Did you watch that one? No. Okay. This one had mannequins that came to life after the department store was closed for the day. Sure. And it's okay. a, it, I guess it's a Canadian based thing. Or whatever. Okay. But it had seven seasons. Like, I feel like wow. it was, it ran from 81 to 87, which is probably why you didn't watch that one. Yeah. It was, um, it would have been. It was on, was maybe this, this had to have been a show I watched at my grandparents because they did have, uh, 
they had like cable, I think. Because so Nickelodeon was a cable thing, right? Yeah. Okay, so they yeah. had it. So I watched watch there. And the last one was, um, oh shoot, what was the name of it now? Hold on, I got like some. Tell me, tell me what you watch. Anything that you think is obscure, oh, or what you, or even like just what you like to watch. I'm talking, what I like oh, this up. man, I mean, obviously, like <laughs> I watched a lot of stuff that was definitely because. It, w- it was on because, like, my mom wanted to watch it, probably. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I really had an interest in, like, a different world or oh, that kind of that stuff. Show. But, <laughs> yeah. but I definitely saw a lot of that as a kid. Um, yeah. There was stuff I mostly caught. There's some stuff I mostly caught in reruns. Like, out of this world, I didn't catch, like, as it was actually on. But, like, later when it went into syndication. Um, what I mean, I mostly think of cartoons when I think of stuff that I actually liked to watch. Uh, Did you watch... Um, Saved by the Bell on the weekends, or no, that wasn't. Oh, I def- I watched a lot of Saved by the Bell. I never <laughs> loved it, but I watched a lot of it. It was I definitely yeah. had TV shows where this is on, so I'm going to watch this. This is especially when you don't have cable or you have like the super basic cable where it's like C-SPAN and TBS or whatever. Like you don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to WGN, I guess. But th- there's you you don't have uh, you just go with whatever your best option is. So you go with. Oh, this is pretty good, or this this kind of seems okay. This or this has kids in it, or this, you know what I mean. So there's there's I definitely watched a ton of Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I completely forgot about WG until you mentioned it. Um, mm-hmm. The other show, let's see, what wait, it it was from like what was it like eight, late eighties, early nineties called MathNet on Square mm-hmm. One Television. Did you? It was like kind of like the PBS back then, but like. It's called Square One Television. Anyways, it was a it was like Dragnet but MathNet. Oh, so they like fall like figured out math problem like solving things using math. That's um, kind of cool. And it was very like they had like Kate Monday and and um, George Frankly like everything was kind of a play on words mm-hmm. um, kind of thing. So they just solved burglaries and thefts using like math stuff. Oh, I definitely watched a lot of PBS. Like yeah. Uh, Three, two, one, contact, and that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Also, Ghost Rider, I think. Oh, I uh, loved Ghost Rider. Okay. So good, so good. Yeah, I definitely watched a lot of that. And of course, uh, like um, Bill Nye. Oh yeah, Bill Nye, and also Beekman's World, which is, I guess, the Beekman's uh, World. Beekman's World was kind of basically like Bill Nye, except it had people in costumes. Uh, there was one guy dressed like a giant rat. And I think there was uh, a lady dressed like in a princess costume, if I remember right. Oh, yeah. It was like the peewee of Bell and I. Yes. Like yeah. kind of like that kind of jokey kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that that was like 92. So I think I was a little too old for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill and I, I remember came on so early, but it's the only thing that would like get me out of bed and get ready for school on time because I wanted to watch Bill and I. So yeah, I had to I make sure. Theme song. I got it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so, that, so I just I just enjoy the TV talk. I I enjoy when somebody is so passionate about a subject that they can just pick it out anywhere and talk about it, and you can hear it. And that's like Robin's voice and energy whenever she talks about television. I really like it. I don't yeah. know any of the names she's saying, but I enjoy her passion <laughs> for it. Yeah, she is sort of like uh, what's his name, the guy with all the TVs who's on, who uh, broke that dude's fingers, who's from Boston, <laughs> Ken. Yes, Ken Reed, yeah. Oh, Ken and Robin. Have they been on together? I, I want to say yes, so, but I, right? I don't think they've talked about TV, though, while oh, they were that on. Would be, 
I feel like Robin needs to go on Ken's show. Yeah, I think that would be TV a guide and talk all about that. So do any of the following shows or movies uh, strike a chord or do you remember them? Um, let's see. They mentioned Samantha Who, Postcards from the Edge, American Princess, Crumbs, um, My Mother the Car, Malloy, and Love. I can't read my notes here. But they they listed like a bunch of TVs and movies and movie shows, TV shows and movies and talked about them. Uh, do any of these sound familiar? They also referenced Small Wonder, which I know for a fact of you course. must remember. But, of yeah. course. Of course, Small Wonder. Um, Postcards from the Edge was a movie and mm-hmm. it um, was one. It definitely. Let's see. I want to think. Okay. So if it's 1990, so I would not have seen it like in the theater this I don't know. Maybe I know it because my mom watched it or maybe later in life, like VHS. I feel like it's a VHS thing in my mind. I can see it. Um, it, it had um, people in it that I know, like, but I didn't, I know it was like a rehab thing, but I don't remember like watching it explicitly, but I knew about it. Um, my mother, the car, definitely. I know that one. Um, it's such a weird, such a weird premise. Um, I don't know any of like the newer ones. I would say I, between probably 2008 to 2015, I didn't see a lot of television. I was getting like, I was getting different degrees and getting married, then getting divorced, then getting married again, then having my kids. So I don't think I watched TV much. So I wouldn't know like Crumbs and Princess or any of those obtuse ones. Um, mm-hmm. The ones they mentioned earlier, well, oh, Malloy. No, I don't think I would have seen that one. Uh, the, the younger one, she talked about the dummy one or something like that, like where they had a dumb, you dummy or. Oh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, that sounded familiar. And when I think they think Allison posted on her stories, like pictures of these TV shows where I, I remember the pictures, but I definitely don't remember the, the show. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're speaking of weird premises, like small wonder, also a very, some, it's, hmm. yeah, there, there were a couple of shows that were like, oh, let's do this Twilight Zone episode but as a sitcom um and i think and that yeah. speaks to like how thirsty we were for television that we would take yeah. that and be okay with it and yet we sat down and watched it and like yeah this is great <laughs> yeah anything else from thursday that you wanted to talk about or that jumps out um i will say oh. so robin oh mm-hmm. go, no, go what ahead. did jeff okay. no, robin ahead. talked about how her parents had money but only for like three years which i thought was very funny i thought it was um, really funny <laughs> How Allison act like as if someone died in the family. Like, what happened to the money? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, that uh, I hmm, I cannot relate. It was a it was not a uh, yeah no. I never had a oh we really have a lot of money period during my childhood and then have that to have that go away. Um, We avoided that by just never having much money. Um, hey, so at least it was consistent. That's why you don't have expectations, right? Because then you yeah. like, you get disappointed. So just continue to be, you know, without money. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is where I think, like, I know is his job. But I think that was a real mean move that Joel did because it seems like he he tried it, but then it didn't work. He just went completely on the other opposite end and pretty much played into the fear that yeah. <laughs> Leo had about it all. Um, I don't know. Leo having a Ralph's Club card was pretty funny, though. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. Oh, I know that 
some people who shall remain nameless were um, taken aback by how Robin thought how she was attracted to the what kind of animal was it? Uh, oh, the mountain, mountain lion, lion. P twenty one. Yeah, yeah. It was very, I mean, very, very sad because around here we all know about that mountain lion. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Did you see the photo that she put up on her stories about like the one that really did it for her? (laughs) I did that. I don't quite get it, Um, but I I respect that she's clear about her own feelings about it. Oh, I know. Tons of necklaces. What are your feelings? Yes, I was going to ask you. Are you a cool girl who wears a lot of necklaces? Is this a thing you have experienced? I've, I've never, ever in my whole life been a cool girl. So let's just put that out there, ever. Mm, I've always been like a step behind. You know, maybe I'll be a cool old lady. You know, we can go into that. Maybe. Um, the layering of necklaces. So I have a lanyard that I have to wear because I'm a dork for work. And it has different things, like a badge and just different things on it that I need for whatever that it is that I work with, different equipment. And that is so annoying. I, I go to, you know, go into the filing cabinet and the thing just lanyard just smacks into the thing. I'm like, I cannot imagine having, and I know Busy Phillips, like I see all that, like having that many necklaces on your body, how one gets tangled all the time. And it's just jingly, jingly, and no thank you. No thank you. It looks great. It looks great. I don't think it's functional, or nor would it feel good. Are you attracted to multi-necklaces? Uh, I have literally never noticed it in my life, so probably not. I feel like that's a pretty good indicator that it's not a big thing for me. If if there were too many, I might be like, oh, that lady has a lot of necklaces. Uh, I don't know that I'd be like, ooh, yeah, that, that means she's a cool girl. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, also, there's a difference between like two and like nine um, so I don't know how many necklaces we're talking about. Or is this a, uh, uh, oh, what's the movie? Not Don't Be a Menace. Um, the <laughs> I one am, before that. I'm sending you a picture uh, of, okay. a neck par- of a neck party. This is very much a neck party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's exactly a picture that I was looking at. <laughs> the Google search results. Yes, yeah, that is exactly it. And and you know some aren't even that long, but oh my gosh, nothing. There's a lot. There's fully what five different charms on there, including two different carabiners. Like I, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Uh, shout out to Megan and Jess. But yeah, there's there's I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. There's it's just a lot. It's uh, more than seems necessary, but. I- I, I well, I mean, if Gwyneth Paltrow's done it, oh my gosh, it's like a hashtag neck mess. Um, I, 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 I get it. I think it looks nice. I, I like it seeing it because I like. I don't know though. Like, it's just not functional to me, and I'm not one to wear a bunch. I have like one thin, thin, thin gold band for my wedding band. Now it's not the same one that I got married with for uh, various reasons, but it. It is that I can't imagine having that much, that many like pieces of jewelry on your hand. And I see it on other people and it looks nice. In fact, my third grade teacher wore a bunch of like jingly jinglies around her ne- around her um, wrist. And I felt like, oh, that's great ASMR now thinking about it. Like you like hearing certain sounds. That's great ASMR. But I don't think it's functional. But also I don't think it makes you cool or not. You just have a lot of stuff. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's again, one of those things I wouldn't really notice. I wouldn't judge someone for having it, but I would also, if in, I even noticed it at all, I might be like, oh, huh, and then kind of move on. I wouldn't think, I, it would not occur to me like, oh, that's the cool new thing that people are doing these days. Uh, I do, I don't mind like a, the, the kind of ASMR thing you mentioned with like a clickety clackety thing of someone wearing a bunch of uh, bracelets or things around their wrist is kind of, is kind of nice maybe sometimes, but that's a more of a sound thing than a, an appearance thing. I sent you one with busy Phillips. Cause this is just like, she is like the quintessential and I've, you know, she's posted about her necklaces and I have looked them up and the necklaces just like for one is like 200 or something dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and, you know, she has a friend who's a jeweler, so, and just, I'm sure she sends mm-hmm. her the stuff for free or whatever. I'm just obsessed with how many necklaces like Robin. But I don't, I don't, yeah, like you said, I wouldn't judge somebody for, like, having that much. Just like, oh, that's their style. Yeah. So this, someone, I was talking to someone last night who went to go see uh, Stevie Nicks and Billy Joel do a concert together. And apparently Stevie Nicks has, like, a dedicated person that comes out on stage and, like, does like shawl changes for her like her big scarves <laughs> that she wears like like james Sounds brown right. changing a cape like literally someone does that like you know during the set during the concert and the number of necklaces seems like it feels similar like it feels like this is it's very much a a, a mood like a like a i don't know there, there's a, a particular just looking at the busy phillips pictures a, a particular like I got a lot of necklaces on thing. Like that's part of a, it's, it's a shawl or scarf adjacent maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, Allison actually went out to uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, Greg Fitzsimmons's comedy show, uh, which uh surprising because she doesn't go out to stuff much. Um, but I, I, uh, well, with mild disrespect intended to, to Greg Fitzsimmons, like, it was funny that Bill Burr was there and did a set because Bill Burr is just kind of like the better Greg Fitzsimmons, I think. That's <laughs> how I think of him. And so it, I wonder if it was weird for, for Fitzsimmons to have him come on and, or, and basically do like, uh, you know, be, be the, uh, the version of him that's like more popular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a Greg fan. The Given that uh, on this podcast, we don't, so much do like a childish chat anymore or something like this. This is a, uh, perhaps a good indicator that there's not a, not a universal love for Greg Fitzsimmons around these, these parts. I concur. Yeah. Um, I think that was kind of it for Thursday for me. Uh, they talked a little bit about Allison's perpetual wanting nose surgery, which is kind of, that's, kind of sad for me to to think that someone's i don't know it, it sometimes strikes me via via mm, joke maybe isn't the right word the the cruelty of like the condition that so many people have of like you live in your body the entire time but you don't like your body which is a it's a deeply uh bad deeply messed up to me and uh, yeah. when people talk about surgery stuff it, it does kind of make me think of that sometimes yeah i can i can see that uh, i think our it sucks it, it i don't know i as a person growing and giving life and 
helping raise uh, two kids who identify as being female. Uh, I just, it's, I try so hard, so young to help them with their self-confidence and, uh, yeah, society sucks sometimes and it can encroach on who you are. I, I don't know. I just, I wish Allison were, ha- was, could see herself how other people see her. But I mean, I th- think that talks about like a lot of people in this world. So. Yeah. I think uh, it would be nice if most people could kind of, uh, for a day, maybe just uh, not even a day uh, and a moment, a minute, see themselves how other people see them. I feel like it would, uh, uh, it would alleviate a lot of stress people have, or at least you know give them something to think about, maybe. And really, at the end of the day, like who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, come on, like this is life. You have it. You got this. You know, I don't know. Just live it. Be happy. And that's so easy to say. Easier said than done. Yep. Um, there, I have a note here that I cannot read. So, uh, if if yard skates versus nug means anything to you um feel free to chime in um, <laughs> wait i was like wait where is this note is this a text i'm sitting you you don't have your glasses on like what do you mean you can't it's that you wrote something down and you can't yes it's okay. just a, i wrote okay. it by hand and i'm like oh boy that's uh, uh i don't know what that is um well <laughs> no that's not gonna be a thing uh did you have anything else for the thursday show I did not. I did not. I'm sorry. I I chose this moment to yawn right when I unmuted myself. No, I don't um, have any other thoughts that I can I think of. <laughs> I'm kind of out also. Uh, I kind of took notes. I took notes last minute. <laughs> uh, clearly, I need to wrap this up. Um, okay. So we are going to call it a day. Hopefully, we might get some feedback from Leanne. Uh, if not, I will edit this part out where I'm saying we'll get some feedback from Leanne. But if if so, um, it'll be in the show, or maybe you heard it already. Who's to say? Or maybe it's coming up right now. I don't know. It's impossible to tell. Um, this is, this is uh, I'm doing it live, to paraphrase Bill O'Reilly. Okay, uh, if people, if, if you, if you want more of this, if you want, if you enjoy what's happening right now, but would like maybe a different host, uh, check out the Best Friends Fancast Facebook group. Uh, if, if you're not already there, uh, check out uh, BFF, BF Fancast on all the uh, the socials and yada, yada, yada. Uh, come to Lisa's house if you already know about that. Um, this is a time-sensitive one. Don't come to Lisa's house like after this or before. Um, uh, that aside, uh, Jen, if people wanted to find you or uh, see what you're up to, h- how should they do that? Online, again, not in person. Um, I think the only people, things that people need to be up to this month is going, getting their, um, colorectal cancer, uh, preventative checkup. It's colorectal cancer month, people. It's March. Get your colons checked. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Get your colons checked. Also, um, if you Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just need to put this in here. Get your colons checked by a medical professional. Thank you. That's a very important disclaimer. Um, also, if, if you're me and you're listening to this in the future, like during the editing process, don't wait till like literally the day or the night before tax day to do your taxes. That's it's never great. I mean, you could do it a week early. You could do it uh, like two weeks early. Um, just get get that out of the way. Just uh, note to self and anyone else who does that uh, maybe literally every year. It's, it's uh, not great. Look, taxes and colons. They're both full of shit. Let's go.
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. These uh, big government liberals trying to uh, make our kids read books about racism. I, I hear <laughs> where you're going. That, that, that never actually happened. Racism never happened. And if it did, it's done. So we're good. Yeah. Don't pay your taxes either. It's uh, if you spell your name in capital letters is what I read on the internet. You don't have to pay your taxes. So uh, <laughs> keep that in mind. Also, uh, colons don't exist. So uh, a lot of good information we're giving out. Um, that said, uh, have a good day and uh, wear however many necklaces you feel like. Okay, bye. Bye. Yay, we did it. All right, we did it. We did it. Yeah, we did. That's like a song from what? Veggie Tales. I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen an episode of Veggie Tales in my life. But maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe either, that was. But I was. It sounded like it could. I could picture like a broccoli saying it. Hold on, really quick. Would you-